always a special buzz in the air when it's a start of a three-dayer. Nothing better than a three-day weekend in my, well, a four-day weekend or a month just frolicking about or lolling or whatever. But in this case, I'm heading out, uh, well, it's like, it's crazy because it's like it's dumping rain. Well, not dumping, but it's coming down pretty good. And I'm heading down to South Van on a mission to get my herbal supplies for the weekend as well as head to the Richmond Night Market. So come along, won't you? Let's see what see what happens along the way. Cousin Herb's at the wheel. Alright, with only a few mishaps, part one of our journey has been successfully checked off the list. In fact, the nugs are so stinky they're bagged and then double wrapped in saran wrap and put it in an Arby's bag. And you know those Arby's bags, they'll stop just about any kind of, you know, anything that's gonna be trying to detect that. They're designed to withstand the stinkiest of roast beefs. <laughs> <laughs> the stinkiest of roast beefs. And during the mission, we did have the opportunity, me meaning Herrmeister Funbov and myself, we did enjoy a, a beverage, some sort of Scottish ale from a, a polite young lassie at, uh, uh, some pub on Commercial Drive, you know, and, uh, and here in Vancouver, it's, you know, that was sort of like the old kind of counterculture heart of Vancouver down there in Commercial Va Drive. But I tell you, I have to walk for blocks just to find a place to have a proper pint, and then you get to that place and you can't even get a good sturdy pint, you know. Uh, but a fine experience as well, because you know it reminds me of being down there last summer with the. Um, Car Free Fest, and there's always something going on in Commercial Drive because all these different ethnic restaurants. In fact, I think it's been documented that there was four Ethiopian restaurants in a one-block radius. Is that correct? It was a few blocks, but they were pretty close to each other. And then you're in no shortage of falafel or buck twenty-five a slice uh, pizza there on the drive, and there's like a four and four coffee shops per block minimum, at least. And there's a lot of uh, uh, you know, it's like a uh, little Italy and a little Portugal and a little Brazil. There's a lot of those influences there, so you can kind of get that kind of vibe. But onward, we have trekked on with the help of a muddy dube. Oh, down here to Richmond in the far reaches now, you know, the... Uh, the Chinese folk, they say that the map of Vancouver or the Greater Vancouver Regional District, GVRD, looks like the head of a of a dragon. In which case, uh, Richmond is the flaming tongue of the dragon. And so here in Richmond is famous for the airport. This is where you fly into if you're flying into YVR. And then uh, and it's also famous for a lot of like Asian malls and big box stores as talked about in Rolling onto Bridgeport. But today's endeavor or this evening is on this rainy evening is to head to the Richmond night market. And it's like this big outdoor market. What? The other thing Richmond's famous for is being below sea level. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. This is like the global warming uh, capital of the world here. They're really into power conservation here in Richmond because they're going to be flooded any day now because they're only like an inch and a half above sea level. And it's great to drive down to the end of Richmond and watch the planes coming in because the runway is like extended out into the water. It looks uh, really cool. And you can like... Uh, 
and it's funny because they're trying to scare away the wildlife but there's like a wildlife preserve area like right there but then they're like they have like a line and they need all the ducks to stay on that side of the line the ducks don't stay there so it causes a bit of a disturbance <laughs> so we're heading to the richmond night market and so this is basically this is the opening weekend right and it's a big to do because it's like uh it's like the entry level of the economic canadian dream right like anyone can show up here and have like a little booth selling like um like crappy clothes and you know like plasticky toys and odds and ends and like counterfeit radios and watches and stuff but more importantly there's like endless varieties of meat on stick and other kinds of savory and sweet uh snacks from sugar cane you can get some fresh sugar cane here i'll like beat up and through one of those things that makes it you know tasty and ready to eat there's okonomiyaki so this might be a rare day that i have an opportunity to eat okonomiyaki twice in one day outside of the west side of japan so who knows what encounters await but part one of getting a sufficient herbal respite to get us through this journey has been accomplished the rest should be a breeze because well that took a few steps you know dave i've never had Okonomiyaki's twice in a day myself in my illustrious career. Although I have had two Okonomiyaki's at once. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's uh, almost gets you there. Uh, but I dream of the days of sitting at my own Okonomiyaki table and frying them up there right in front of myself at the table, mixing in, you know, basically it translates to things you like fried together and uh, putting in my favorite tidbits, you know, maybe a little bit of shrimp and some corn and... Uh, Oh, and then serving it up with that, that sweet, spicy steak kind of sauce and then that uh, special Japanese mayo. It's hard to describe. Yeah, I think the only, there's only one rule, and that is you have to have some sort of a trace of seafood in there, mm -hmm. of some non-fish seafood. Oh. <laughs> or else, man, you're just offside, man, and you don't deserve to be rocking the okonomiyaki. Well, that, it's just a cabbage pancake. <laughs> Yeah, the cabbage is like, acts like the straw in straw bale construction, where it's like kind of like the fiber that holds everything together. All right, we're getting... It's more just the filler. <laughs> we're getting into a swarm of umbrellas here, and you're also uh, like uh, seeing all these like lamps, and it got all lit up. And it's kind of tucked away here in amongst a bunch of warehouses and kind of industrial buildings, and all of a sudden you come across like... Uh, all these lit up tents and they, these little this, this little pop up tents, but they look like little glowing lanterns uh, the way that they're uh, set up. And uh, there's some rocking tunes going on. Well, let's head in and see what awaits us. So we've walked through the section where there's cheap plastic toys and heading towards where all the tasty goodies are, man. What are you eating? Um, it's like a, um, what Nutella is it? Pancake, Nutella pancake, sort of. hot wheel. It's a dollar. It's tasty. It's like sweet, gooey. Sweet Look at this, man. Mm. Oh, yeah. it's well, most of the snacks are like one to five dollars, eh? So you can try a lot of things. Yeah, definitely. Like you can get like uh, six, six sticks of like meat for like ten dollars. Like so that sort of things, you know, like squid on a stick. Like bacon wrapped potato, like you know those potato tater, taters, yeah, yeah. wrapped in bacon. Mm -hmm. uh, bacon. Mm -hmm. And meat on a stick is really the thing that unites all of us as a people, don't you think? Anything. All us humans around the world, we all have an affinity for meat on a stick, and they're all unique interpretations of it. I would say anything on a stick. Just 
just walking around with a stick in your hand, munching away after like, you know, tasty smokes. It's always a good thing to have. Yeah, man. What do you got there? A smoothie? Bubble tea? Um, no, it's what are you drinking like out of that uh, enormous straw? It's a fresh uh, mango juice. Tasty. Oh. Mm. Right on, man. What will you be uh, eating first? I have no idea. We were talking about okonomiyaki on the way in. Oh, yeah. We had some of that, too, already. Very tasty. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We had uh, the uh, teko. Yeah, yeah. And uh, the uh, But, you the know, explain to people, well, they're like octopus balls, and they're like, Octopus have balls? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's some wee bits of octopus, and they're baked into like some sort of little, you know, ball. But how do you describe those to people? Um, pretty much octopus ball, I think is the right way. It's actually... It's a um, type of donut, almost. With, it's a, almost with like, a piece of um, octopus or uh, scallop in the middle. Uh, it's delicious. I would describe <laughs> it as a... Um, pancake maker that is kind of like uh, rounded and bubbled that has a curve so they put like the ingredient in there and then they put the pancake mix on top and then they start rolling it it's a technique by itself oh, so there's a lot of craftsmanship going on here is what you're telling me the thing that yeah. fascinates me is like you know these are people on the entry level of the entrepreneurial escalator right and I mean they're out here rocking and, and making do with some little uh, MacGyvered setups for the cooking but it's really tasty and that's all that matters. It's like a factory almost. Those, what are those things called? I don't remember. The octopus <laughs> balls? Yeah. Yeah. Which means like fried yeah, octopus balls. Actually, all the food here is like a little factory. You look at the people in the back and they're like all like making things really fast and catering to the lineups of people. And they have like all each one of their system. They've been doing it for years. So it's pretty cool. Homegrown. That's the way we like it. <laughs> Well, starting off with the dragon beard candy, I'm not exactly sure what that is, but well, you can buy some for three fifty for a box or ten for three. I'm waiting for someone to buy one so I can tell you what it looks like. But I'll tell you, despite the fact that there's a thousand places to buy meat on a stick, people are lined up at every one. What do we got going on here? Crepes. You got some sweet cakes and some French-style crepes, and but then right next to it, more yet again meat on a stick. A Hong Kong style shark fin soup. I wonder if they're using real shark. Curry, ice flakes. And a lot of these places that kind of like have uh, kind of dim sum kind of variety, man. You, at this place you got black paper fish balls, curry fish balls, fish balls, corn in a cup. What, what are you serving? What are you serving? Curry fish balls. Do you make them yourself here? No. Who's making them? Are they good? Yes. How's business? Really good. Right on, man. <laughs> well, you've got it from an inside source now, man. Perhaps you'd care for some ox tongue. Available. Two bucks for a skewer, seven fifty for five skewers. You can also have lamp, but I think that they met lamb on the on the sign. Yeah, each of the booths is like, most of them are like a, a six foot long, like just your regular banquet table with some kind of like, you know, cheap plastic tablecloth put on top. And then kind of like appliances that you, you know, might almost use at home or in your backyard anyway, like griddles and such. But then sometimes like some of the meat places, they have some special kind of like custom made, like this guy's got a stainless steel barbecue on like on what's obviously a hand welded 
rack, but it's like a long skinny uh, one rather than like, uh, you know, a wider regular one. So it just fits one row all the way along. And he's doing up uh, lamb skewers there. And it comes with a free pop. All right. See, I want to take a look at everything before I start deciding what to buy because it's a little bit of a sensory overload. Here's another place with all sorts of Chinese sampler from wonton soup. More shark's fin soup. Hmm. What's up with that? Oh, and now here's the okonomiyaki place. And they sell it as Japa pizza. That's different. Is it? Oh, it's that pizza. little pizza. I see it there. I didn't see it there at first. So, different one. Ooh, let's go check out the music. So there's a big stage over here to the side. And there's uh, oh, Channel M, Multivision Television is in the house here. Yes, uh, I think you've just been sold. So uh, that was your special announcement. I hope you jotted all those notes down because there's going to be a quiz at the end of the program. Now that's some tasty nuggets. Okay, here's the sugarcane guy. And like this machine, it's like a uh, stainless steel boxing machine. It's all painted up and stuff. Something written in Thai. Um, and it's got like these big rollers in it, and he runs the, the, the stalks of sugarcane through it. And, uh, and he like extracts the juice from it. And then you, uh, you drink the juice. There, you can also get a fresh young coconut, so you can drink your own damn coconut. Uh, just like it's no big thing. And then it extracts the juice into like this bowl, and then they serve the juice from, well, from that, obviously. So it seems most all Asian nations cuisine is represented here in the house. There's clearly Japanese, Chinese, Thai, Filipino, uh, Cambodian. You know, I don't know if Burma, Burma has a unique cuisine. Vietnam, so uh, I'm sort of betraying my intelligence here. Uh, that was already sorted out beforehand. But it's, it's like awesome to see all the different variety of stuff. Ooh. There's even sausages and corn on the cob. Alrighty. This brings you right back home. <laughs> Alright, so I'm just ordering up some okonomiyaki here. And they're kind of doing it up on like a little uh, like uh, homestyle griddle thing. So they're doing it up custom style for me, man. It should be pretty interesting to watch. Alright, how's business? Selling lots of, is okonomiyaki very popular? Do people know what okonomiyaki is? Sorry? Do lots of people know what okonomiyaki is? Um, I don't think so. It's pretty pretty uncommon. Yeah. How do you describe it to people? I always have a hard time to explain to them people what it is. Um, it's basically a Japanese-style pancake. Uh, but it's like a savory pancake, and it's got like seafood and stuff in it, right? No, no, no. This is pork. Oh, this is pork. So. Yeah. 
But that's not something you usually think about with pancakes. You're usually thinking about uh, syrup and eggs on the side, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Nice, man. I love him. So it looks like he's getting down a few final flips. I assume he's going to be doing up the saucing of it. And uh, when he's talking about pork, there's like, there's the actual strips of bacon. Bacon is evident in this okonomiyaki. So already it looks like we're off to a great start. All right, great. Thanks so much. Thank you. Have a good night. Here, you want to give that a try? Sure. Do some uh, okonomiyaki testing. Now, it's not huge, and you never know what you're going to get until you get it. But they did up the saucing in a nice pattern. So presentation points, considering it's on a to-go plate, is pretty good. Pretty hot, eh? A little bit tough to get to the first bite, but quite tasty. All right, I'll give it a whirl here. That's a little awkward eating it because we're standing in the middle of a crowd, trying not to get bumped and stab myself with the plastic fork. <laughs> That wouldn't be very good. Oh, huh. Yeah, it's different than the Okonomiyaki's I've had before, but a tasty dish nonetheless. That's nice steam you have coming out of your, oh, your yeah. mouth, Dave. Yeah, not the finest of things, but nice for a little uh, thrifty snack while out and about at the uh, night market, for sure. Actually, uh, 150 for one, 250 for two. Oh, okay. In that case, I'll get two because that's a great bargain. So, like, when you buy two, you will get a better deal. Where else are you going to get a better deal, man? That's what I'm thinking. Well, tonight, only that one. But maybe the other night, then maybe the other thing. But how about the quality? What makes your steam buns better than anyone else's? Because we keep it hot, fresh. And we just make it by my heart. Oh, you put passion into the making yes. of it. So that's for sure. We are the best. Where did you learn your skill? Um, from the master, like the, the cooking master. Oh, nice. You went to the mountain and studied for a long time. <laughs> no, just just a little bit. Yeah. But thank you. Oh, good man. I'm looking forward to trying them. Well, we'll just have to find out how good these uh, steamy barbecue pork buns really are. Now, we've got hot sauce on one and chili oil on the other. Both are purported to be quite spicy by the young professional behind the counter. We probably should prepare with a beverage. How do we proceed? Well, I think we've got to grab one and take a bite out of it. All right. Ow, hot. Shit. 
They are quite warm. No, I'm gonna have to let him chill for a minute. Mmm, indeed, that's a tasty steamy bun. Our hot sauce is just nice, man. Porky, bunny, barbecue, steamy, chicken. <laughs> well, we're into the consumable shopping district of the market here. And here's like, here's a typical booth that's got like a whole bunch of like crappy iPod holder and cell phone holders. Tables and tables full of them. And here's tables and tables like crappy cheap earrings. Some hands-free cell devices there. And next up is the umbrella booth. It's nothing but cheap crappy umbrellas. Oh, and seems to be like some placemats or sets of placemats and pot holders. And here's like one of those little dangly trinkets. And then there's a place, tables and tables of socks. Nothing but socks. And then kind of costume jewelry. And oh, look at that, some Edmonton Oilers flip-flops. And then next up is a place with like um, kind of just bootleggy, cheapy hats. Next has some like little love pins and some lingerie. Next has got hubba hubba bras and lingerie. Spins some little panties that say fresh and sweet. More costume jewelry. Oh, sunglasses. $10 sunglasses. Movies and uh, uh, DVD. You feel yourself being drawn to the, to the maiden singing? Yes. It's drawing us up into the culture. Ooh, is that goldfish? Are those for eating? Vancouver shirts. Is this karaoke or do you think she's a scheduled performer? <laughs> Guess we'll never know. Do you think you can sing if you go up there? <laughs> think they'll let us go up there? <laughs> oh, here's a guy selling plants. Oh, it's uh, oh, it's bamboo. Oh, I thought we were in luck there for a minute. There's like a grow show down here at the Richmond Night Market, next to the Hello Kitty knockoff quilt. So the uh, TransLink has got a booth down here about the Canada Line and supporting the businesses along Canby Street who are affected by all the commotion because of the construction of the Canada Line that goes from downtown as another uh, advanced light rapid transit rail link from downtown Vancouver down to the airport through Richmond. Um, but a lot, you know, it's like they're tearing up the road uh, right along by City Hall and all the way down. And so a lot of the businesses along there are having a tough time because. You know, she's all tore up. What's that? Socks on the left? Fuck a pair. Fuck a pair. Wow, man, that is quite a deal. Look, they're getting a massage over there. I think the guy is a Qigong master. There's a Chinese Qigong master over there. You can get your chi flowing, man, no matter what's going on. Oh, some, 
some knockoff uh, FIFA national soccer team shirts. A lot of um, British teams, the Premier League. Man United, Liverpool, Chelsea. Yes. All right, you got some Himalayan crystal salt lamps. It's like crystals, and then hollowed out, there's a lamp in them. So like glowing crystals. Right next to little sequined, shiny slip-on shoes with silver sequins. <laughs> Motorcycle racing. Mm. I smell pierogies. The tour de skewer continues. Now moving on with um, well, a Japanese barbecue skewer with bacon and shrimp. That's too. Uh, that's like a, a poor man's surfing turf, I would guess, eh? We were looking for the potatoes wrapped with bacon, but had to do it with shrimp. How's it doing? Oh, it's a tasty little nugget. I'm pretty curious how they're out of bacon and potato skewers. It seems like two common things, eh? Yeah, it seems potatoes are cheap and in abundance. It wouldn't be too tough to have a 10-pound bag on standby <laughs> and Just a couple to... pounds of bacon. <laughs> well, you can always have something to do with it. You have a great uh, breakfast the next day if you don't use it all up. And then also we have the pork sumai, which is like these uh, four big pork, pork wrapped with some kind of dough ball kind of thing, Chinese style, and steamed and with some hot, uh, some kind of hot sauce on it. How's that? That's oh, really good. I'm sure it's some sort of mystery pork in there, but it's good. <laughs> Why don't you sample one of those porks? Alrighty. The sauce is tasty too. Oh yeah, it's totally tasty. Yeah. And it's awesome since they're like, you know, making the whole thing right behind it. So it's totally cool to see their little assembly line. One guy with the ladle passing it on down the line. All sorts of activities going on. Oh. And now Dave's going to try the bacon and shrimp. Slide that off the skewer there. Tasty combination. Yeah, it's kind of a no-brainer. Too uh, easy to light things put together and throw on the grills. All right, well, I'm number 89 in the bubble tea universe. It was hard to choose which of the 20 places to choose uh, to get bubble tea from, but I chose the one that said something about they have a house blend, and I'm figuring that means they put a lot of care and effort into it, and uh, it's going to turn out to be particularly tasty. And I'm getting the pearls in it, you know, getting the, you know, the, whole, the whole shebang. I'm really looking forward to it. my ticket. Thank you for waiting. Can you pop it for me? Thanks. Thank you. Oh, so I got my big giant plastic cup of bubble tea. 
and uh, it's got like the little tapioca balls in it. Uh, it's kind of a funky blend. Rolling with the BT. Mm, now that's some bank stash. Uh, nothing's better after a big cup of bubble tea than a big fat duber. Looks like you've got a beauty there coming along there, Cousin Herb. That I do. That I do. What's inside? <laughs> What's inside? About four or five different kinds of nice buds. <laughs> So what you're saying is the real, the real Richmond night market is right at right out here. We got some nice salad to end the night. Yes, to go with all the meat on the sticks. We also have a bit of a salad course. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta make sure we get those greens. ducks in the lake. I'm not sure if there's any trout in the lake, although there must be because it's called Trout Lake. But for us, it's Big Doobie Lake. Oh, the helicopters, man. 